You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. I think the biggest part is just learning people, learning their strengths, uh, learning how they give us give evidence and how they need to hear evidence. You know, I think so much of this conversation, how conversations break down is people just don't communicate well with each other. And I think it, after a year, I kind of understand, hey, when this person's saying this, what do they really mean? And yeah. how do I, if I don't have the same opinion or same view, how do I say it in a way that respects what they said, but also maybe see them, show them through a different light? Yeah. So that's been a great dynamic uh, this past year, and I've tried to grow, and I'll keep growing, and that'll help us get better as a group. There he is, Quasito Fomenza, explaining how he eats difficult conversations for breakfast on Vikings.com. Sounds to me like he spent a year in our fine state and has uh, perfected it the art of passive aggressiveness like the rest of us. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, I usually just, uh, you know, kind of, uh, I yeah. just kind of fake nice to get to the conversation. <laughs> Adam thinks that he's a number one receiver. We don't see, uh, it through that light. And, uh, yeah, we just kind of agree to disagree. <laughs> oh God. I, you know, we totally get you, Adam. We totally love what you're saying and we love what you've done, but unfortunately it's not going to work out. I love how he says, uh, you know, we try to, I, I can't remember exactly the way he phrased it, but, you know, we try to use evidence, I think is the word he used. So, uh, Adam, here is some evidence that you can't break away from man coverage anymore <laughs> compared to a few years ago. And here's some evidence that we cannot pay you $20 million to the salary cap and field a competitive team. So, um, anyways, uh, yeah, it was Quasi on Vikings.com. Little bonus episode of Purple Daily for you today. We also have reckless draft speculation with our guy Thor Nystrom. So a Pack Tuesday on Purple Daily, presented by TCL, now an official partner of the National Football League. Redefine creativity with the TCL 30V5G smartphone. Enjoy blazing fast 5G speed, an AI-powered 50-megapixel triple camera system. Hoorah! Football. Ultra-realistic true-to-life visuals powered by Next Vision and booming sound from the dual speakers. Learn more at TCL.com. So um little little reckless speculation Thursday on a Tuesday for you guys here. Full disclosure, no other sports book has the Vikings high on the Lamar Jackson list. But yesterday, bookies.com came firing with an updated list of Lamar Jackson odds, okay? So this is the this is the most optimistic any sports book is, or any even like sports book entertainment platform, whatever you want to classify it as, this is the most optimistic we've seen a Lamar Jackson Vikings tie-in here. Okay, I want to get All your right. thoughts on this. The Titans are now the favorite after Lamar Jackson requested a trade. He said it was actually a month ago before they tagged me. I asked to be traded. Titans twenty percent implied odds. Vikings eighteen percent implied odds. So second favorite, according to bookies.com. Ravens are now from first down to third at 16.7%, tied with the Patriots, just ahead of the Colts, Falcons, Lions, and then the field is 18%. So again, DraftKings doesn't have the Vikings this high on the list. 
I've seen a couple others that don't have the Vikings this high on the list. But uh, what are your thoughts that we have bookies.com now? Adam Thompson, the odds maker for bookies.com, says, watch out for the Vikings. Um, I guess my question is this. What does he know possibly, or is he going off the fact that the Vikings are just making it very clear that a separation with Kirk Cousins after 2023 certainly is their, uh, is their goal, which very well might be it. Yeah. Um, again, the more I think about this, and do I think that the Vikings have, have sniffed around? Yes, I think a ton of teams have. So that doesn't make it unusual. But the more I think about this, if you're going to go in the direction that the Vikings clearly want to, do you really want to, again, pay a quarterback what this is going to take? And if you do that, you're basically in the same box. And here's the one thing I've been thinking about, too, more and more. You know, uh, Lamar Jackson, I think we all would agree, is a more talented human being than, than Kirk is. Kirk does some things very well, but, I mean, Jackson has – he's got more tools in in his toolbox of quarterbacking than uh, Kirk does, and that's just a fact. But the more I think about this, okay, if you're going to go away from Kirk and go to a guy who you're going to pay more to, probably, are you going to go to a guy who has had recently injury problems? Because that's the one thing, you know, for, and, and we've certainly talked about this in depth on the show, but I think it's worth pointing out no matter what your frustration is with Kirk Cousins, this is a guy who starts and plays games. I mean, this is this is a guy who it's really uh, a remarkable run. Uh, but for the most part, aside from like COVID, this is a guy who doesn't miss games because something's wrong with him. And so, like, if you're going to pay Lamar Jackson what the going rate is going to be, and and let's just say it's around what Deshaun Watson got, which is a crippling amount. Like, you can move that around, but that is a crippling amount. Are you going to do it for a guy who you have questions about because how he plays, and I don't think he can – I don't think you can coach him out of how he plays. Jackson. Well, I, think how, I don't know if you'd want to. Right, but but that's my point is like, okay, be more careful. What does that mean, right? Like, don't get hit there. Okay, that's not how he plays. So the point is, I don't know that there's a workaround for what has ailed Lamar Jackson. It's what makes him good. Unfortunately, it's what makes him miss time. I just have, with Quazy being, as we saw at the outset of this show, gentlemen, such a logical person. So, you know, a person who goes through risk and reward, I'm sure, every single day. Um, I don't know that the risk of the contract with what Lamar Jackson wants is going to pay off with the reward if you're thinking about it from a common sense standpoint. Um, I, I, I will present to you guys six scenarios. I think I gave you three scenarios yesterday and put a poll out. I have, I have six scenarios I want you to sort of parse through here in a second. But I want to go back to sort of the beginning of the discussion because you said you said you're I don't think you said you're pretty sure. You're just sort of speculating that I'm sure the Vikings have sniffed around, right? Like they probably had internal discussions. Yes. And it's not even necessarily comparing Lamar Jackson to Kirk because there's like an eight year age gap. You'd be comparing Lamar Jackson to other options, uh, future of the of the Vikings quarterback position options. But how would you even sniff around? Like outside of just an internal discussion, right? At some point, it would be helpful if you could. You know, you're exploring all options for you got a 35 year old starting quarterback on your hands who's going to be a free agent. You don't want to break the bank and pay him. So you're doing your due diligence. They obviously met with Will Levis and Anthony Richardson and other quarterbacks at the combine. There's steam that they really like some of these guys. They might like Hendon Hooker. So they're clearly doing their due diligence and research on 
life after Kirk Cousins. How would you do that due diligence with Lamar Jackson without burning the Cousins bridge to the, because you don't want to, like, it's one thing to go and meet with Will Levis at the combine. You can frame that as, oh, it's just standard procedure. And even if you draft him, it's kind of like, listen, Kirk, he's going to sit for a year. You know, Lamar Jackson is, would be replacing Kirk Cousins this year, right? But you can't pick up the, he doesn't have an agent. Like, how would you even like back channel a conversation? You're going to call his mom? You gonna call his business associate that's that there was a memo sent around the league saying don't well, interact with this guy? There was a reason why that got sent out though. So like there 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 were teams that clearly that clearly probably in, inquired. I mean, I think you're gonna find out exactly what he wants, right? Because like there's reports out there, but you're not gonna trust that if you're a, a team. Um and you'll probably call Baltimore too and say, if we worked out a trade instead of you know, instead of just handing you two two first round picks, well, would that trade be? So I think there's, I think there's ways to establish what the financial ask is. Cause Jack didn't Jackson try and say, whoa, 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 I'm not asking for all guaranteed money. And then there were reports. Yes, he is. He wants the Deshaun Watson contract. So I think there's ways to find out exactly what his asking price is going to be without it becoming a huge deal. But you can't, but the minute it leaks, it is a huge deal. That's the thing. Like I would, I would trust maybe, maybe I would trust an agent more than like him or his mom. Right. Like if you knew that you were dealing with a professional, hey, listen, if your client wants us as a landing spot, this conversation never happened. This cannot leak because if it doesn't come to fruition, we don't want a Falcon situation where the Falcons are better off without Matt Ryan. But like by merely talking to Deshaun Watson and his agent, you burn the bridge with Matt Ryan and you wind up with neither of them. And now and the Falcons would probably say, well, at least we ripped the bandaid off. And now we're like, you know, now we're going to get Anthony Richardson when we trade into the top five or something. You bring up an interesting point, but here's part part of this that I think we probably discount too much, and it probably has a profound effect on how Kirk feels about his current employer regardless. They have basically told him in two or three cases since the season came to an end, yeah, we're good. So, like, if you're, if you're thinking, well, you know, if he finds out Lamar Jackson has been uh, has been contacted, that's the final straw. You know, it sounds like the Cousins camp has been flustered by, no, we're good because the Vikings to date, including Quazy last March, have bent over backwards to give Kirk everything he wants. So I think it would be silly to think that privately there isn't some type of disconnect yeah. and probably some type of frustration there. So the Vikings might just say, dude, we're doing business here, man. Like they clearly have turned a page from, hey, last March, you know, everything is cookies and ice cream. Hey, welcome to Club Viking. Welcome back, everybody. It's been a fun, fun summer, right? And now let's play football, too. We're going to make some hard changes here. I don't know, despite what Quasi said again, I don't, I, I sense things have taken a definite turn on how they're approaching players, too. I think in the order of operations, too, if you're serious about getting Lamar, wouldn't you flip Cousins first? Wouldn't you just flip Kirk Cousins for whatever it is for a second or third round pick? Cross your fingers that you're getting Lamar Jackson and then go in. And if well, that doesn't work, then you draft a quarterback early. In why one. Why would you do it that way? Explain. So if you're going to burn the bridge with Kirk Cousins, right, you're worried about the report leaking that you're interested in Lamar Jackson. You have now already said that you're not going to extend Kirk Cousins. If you're worried about hurting Kirk Cousins' feelings and his camp is clearly wanting an extension but doesn't want to, isn't getting what they want, then I would trade Kirk Cousins right away then use the capital to get Lamar Jackson. And if that doesn't work out, 
you take Will Levis or you use the draft capital you're going to use for Lamar Jackson to get your quarterback in the draft this year? The issue with that is that, one, Kirk can screw you, block any trade he, he wants. You gave him that control. The other thing is, again, why, why would they trade? See, they see Cousins as a commodity that they want for 23, possibly. The why Vikings would, do, yeah. Yes, the Vikings do. Why would the Vikings trade him now? They they are dealing with people now, and I absolutely love this. They are dealing with them as pieces of their puzzle. Kirk Cousins can say, yeah, I am really pissed off. But guess what? If he's here, he's here. Now, is he going to tank? No, he's not. So I, I like the – there's a methodical nature to what the Vikings are doing that I really, really like. And it is within their right to explore every possibility to replace a quarterback who's going to be paid very well. Well, he's going to be paid well for a while, but he's going to be paid very well for the final season of his contract here. So like, why would they, why would they trade their quarterback now? The way that they see this is we're in a position of control. And if they try and trade Kirk and he says, no, then it blows up. Well, I, so I partially side with Declan here in that, and I've said this for two months since the season ended. I said, okay, one of the first big things you have to figure out is Kirk Cousins is going into last year's contract. He's going to want some security and extension. Okay. If both sides agree, cool. All right. Yep. We, uh, let's sign up for two or three more years of this. All right. Well, I guess that decides it. Not what I would do, but it decides it. Right. If one side or the other decides, eh, I don't know. I think maybe we should just let this thing play out especially if the Vikings decide, I think we should just let this thing play out. And now your choices are Kirk Cousins last year of his contract. It's just like put Lamar Jackson aside for a second, just the Kirk Cousins aspect of this. If it's play the last year of your contract out or go to John Lynch, we keep bringing up, you know, we're contractually obligated on Purple Daily to bring up the Kirk Cousins San Francisco trade scenario every single week until it happens or until uh, everyone's out of the league, right? John Lynch just came out yesterday and said, uh, yeah, the last pick in the draft that played six games in a tricked-up Kyle Shanahan system and had Tommy John surgery may or may not be back for week one of the 2023 season. That's our starting quarterback. He deserves a chance to reclaim his job. They basically just cast Trey Lance aside. Garoppolo's gone with, with the Raiders. This is a team that's ready to win the Super Bowl. Do you really believe the 49ers are hitching a Super Bowl or bust season to the last pick in the draft that played well in a tricked-up system who tore his UCL and is having Tommy John surgery? Like, I would call their bluff, but they, but here's the thing. They don't have to make a trade before this draft. The Niners could drag you into training camp before you make that trade. So it's it's a long play either way you look at it. Did you guys see the alumni picture that was taken uh, in in Phoenix at the meetings yesterday? The alumni picture? The alumni, the San Francisco 49ers oh. alumni picture. The mobile, which, to, yeah. Quazy was about, uh, so it's like Mike McDaniel, Quazy Dovamensa. It's all the guys that worked for the the 49ers who now like have GM jobs or head coaching jobs. Yeah. And Quazy, Quazy was about two seats down from his friend John Lynch. If you guys don't think that they, there they're is, passing notes back and forth. Eh? Like, these guys have, these guys probably talk just to bounce, or Quazy probably calls Lynch. My guess is Quazy calls Lynch more than we think because he wants to bounce things off him. He clearly trusts some pe- people. I'm not saying he gives them proprietary information, but the point being is if you, if we don't think that there have been, you know, discussions about what would this take, how much would, 
would you want Kirk? And the reality is probably this. The 49ers are the only team that Kirk would go to. He, mm-hmm. I, I'm guessing he would waive his no trade. It's, like, it's a clear upgrade for him. It'd be a great scenario yeah. for him, right? And they might I, even give him another year on the contract. Absolutely. But behind the scenes, my point is the Vikings are smart enough to uh, um, to grease things for this and have this already percolating. That's the thing is there's no need to like trade Kirk right now proactively. W- what you do is you proactively have – because these teams like the Vikings, and I like this, they're setting up basically trapdoors, right? Trapdoor one, trapdoor two, trapdoor three. Mm-hmm. You don't know where it's going to go. They might get their quarterback. They might trade up to tenth, like uh, like the mock draft that you had yesterday, Phil. And Will Levis is a Viking, and bingo, things change yeah. drastically. And they won't so, know if that's even a scenario that's plausible that's, until draft night, right? But that's my point about the trapdoors. You don't know yet. And so, so what the Vikings are doing to me is incredibly smart. There's no, there's no rush here. But you need to have everything planned out and not be and and not pull the trigger prematurely because if Kirk does come back and starts, okay, you know certainly as we saw last season, not the worst thing. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad. Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. Okay, I, I have. I want to give you six scenarios for you guys to choose from or rank or whatever here. All right, six speculative, recklessly speculative Vikings quarterback scenarios here. Presented by our friends over at Federated Mutual Insurance Company. Federated, you know, talk about the Vikings looking out for their future, looking on the horizon. Federated provides a navigating, guiding hand for business owners going back to 1904. They're based in Owatonna, Minnesota, but they help companies and business leaders all around the country. Um, you can go to their website to find out various historical uh, data points and resources that your business can lean on some of the best people in the industry, federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business to protect yours. And a shout-out to our friends at Livia, helping Purple Daily listeners lose weight for the past two seasons, Judd. Yes, decisions can be tough, but this one is very, very simple. It's the end of a long winter, and if you've looked in the mirror or stepped on the scale and said, you know what, for summer I want to drop weight and I want to fit into all of those summertime clothes that right now I don't, it's this simple. Livia Weight Control Centers, because they are not going to only help you take off the the weight like they did with me, but they're going to help you keep that weight off. And that's the most important thing. And if you join right now, your first eight weeks are free. That's right. Your first eight weeks are free. So your ticket to weight loss is that simple. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A-LIVIA.COM. L-I-V-E-A-LIVIA.COM is going to get you where you want to be for the summer. Okay, so we have like 10 minutes until Judd has to go on the uh, Tom Bernard show to make his uh, his Tuesday appearance. So here are six scenarios for you guys. Future of the Vikings quarterback position. And if you sense that there's more than six, I, I feel like these are kind of the six scenarios. So tell me which ones are the most appealing. Number one, you could trade, unless you could come up with some other deal with the Ravens, uh, if you sign Lamar Jackson to an offer sheet, you would give the Ravens two first-round picks and uh, let's say 40 to 
$50 million, $45, $50 million a year to Lamar Jackson. So two first-round picks, a lot of money to Lamar. You could, some people were kind of confused about this yesterday. Like, it's not going to take two first-round picks to get Levis. Yes, it will. Unless he falls. If you want Levis in the top 10 or any, C.J. Stroud, whoever, right? Whoever would fall toward the back of the top 10, you're going to give up your first-round pick this year in a swap. Right. Well, and by that I mean you're going to use a first-round pick on the quarterback that you're drafting and a 2024 first-round pick to move up. So let's say two first-round picks for a Will Levis or whichever quarterback may fall to like 9 or 10. Uh Might not happen. You could stand pat in the draft and reach for Hendon Hooker late in the first round or trade back and maybe grab him in the second round or something. You could trade Kirk Cousins to San Francisco, provided he waives his no-trade clause for Trey Lance and a mid-round pick, because the Niners have basically said, Brock Purdy's our guy if he comes back. You could wait until next year and use, because you're going to be competitive, and it looks like Caleb Williams and and Drake May are going to be the first two picks next year. So you could wait till next year and use, let's say, three first-round picks to move up. Your pick swap in the first round plus your 2025 and 2026 first-round picks to go from, like, 20th or 18th all the way up to second, right? Or you could just take Kirk up on his offer to play for a discount, quote-unquote, and sign him through 2025 into his age 37 season. Six scenarios for the future of the Vikings quarterback position. Interesting. I, I will uh, say this. We're going to tape a uh, bonus scoop with Dukes today. And um, I got a text from him last night, and we will lead the show with this. Uh, he said there was some truth to the Cousins Reckless report. Speculation. But not complete truth. So the, okay. whole, the, so the whole discount thing, bonus scoops should help spell that, that out. Uh, some legitimacy, but n- perhaps not across the board. So okay, okay. So I don't think taking him up on on that is probably an option. If oh, so you're case. saying that you're saying that he wouldn't I, play I'm for saying, less than Daniel Jones potentially. I'm saying Do- Doogie said there's some truth to that report, but it's not. But there's more to it than that, and so okay. it doesn't sound like it it was as uh, Vikings friendly as the report came out for Kirk mm. Cousins. Mm. So yeah. So anyway, um. I, you know, the Trey Lance thing, I think probably intrigues him because you get a free look for a while, but you don't get the five years of control. I think you, you, it, you don't give up a first round pick. So you could, you could still yeah. draft a quarterback in the first round next year if you wanted to. I think that's a, you, I'm not saying I love that one. Like, I'm not saying that that's a slam dunk going to work, but that was, that one might be pretty damn intriguing to get a look see at a guy that you don't have to give up a first round pick for. And while you don't get the five years of control, you you also don't inherit a contract that that is going to spiral out of control immediately. Which mm-hmm. which, if you're the Vikings, has to be somewhat attractive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the trade to Kirk to San Francisco route as well. I'm out on the extension, whether that's true or not true, or whatever the caveats are. I'm out on waiting until 2024. Like if you really like one of these guys, and go get one. And also, you don't know where you're going to be next year. You could be bad, or I don't know. Maybe the Vikings are really good again, and they win 13 games, and they're in the same position they are this year where they're picking 23rd. doesn't mean they can't move up again, but I it, it would be more difficult, right, if you're at the later part of the draft than it is to move up. Mm-hmm. Hendon Hooker, um, I mean, if the Vikings traded back from 23, picked up an additional day two pick in round two, okay, 
Like I can I can see that happening. I'm not reaching for him though at 23. I, there's no situation where I would be satisfied or happy, I should say, yeah. if they drafted Hendon Hooker at 23. It, it feels like sort of the like the most conservative approach of all six of these options. You'd be like, okay, we're gonna take a little bit of a flyer on a 25 year old who played in a tricked up spread system and see if we can make it work when he's 26 years old, right? And as much as I would, I mean, Lamar Jackson is an upgrade over Kirk Cousins. I think that is clear. Uh, but the two first-round picks, his contract, J.J.'s contract, Derrissaw's contract, I don't know in the, how in the Rob Brzezinski salary cap puzzle that they'd have to figure out with all those three players I just listed, how you pay all three of those guys. So as much as in, in a fantasy world, with salary cap mode off on Madden 24, <laughs> yeah. I love that idea. That, that's the first one, but I just don't know if it's uh, if it's feasible. And I still need to be convinced on the Will Levis of the world or the rookie quarterback to do the two first-round picks to go up to 10 or wherever the spot is to get the rookie quarterback. Yeah, and, and the reason why, for people wondering, what are, you, are you guys obsessed with Will Levis? No, the reason why we're using Will Levis is because he is the fourth quarterback, according to a lot of these mocks. Like, he's first-round, but he's the one that's most likely to fall into your range to trade up. So... I mean, if you think that one of the other quarterbacks might fall, like if Anthony Richardson falls, I th- I think this whole this scenario also applies that they that they may be interested in trading up. But no, we are not obsessed with Will Levis. We're just using him as an example of. But the Vikings might be. They met with him. They made him hold a football for God's sakes while yeah, meeting with him Vikings. for fifteen minutes of the combine. There's buzz. Yes, There's the buzz factory alive and well on Will Levis. So my my first choice. And it's the it's the riskiest because I don't I don't think this choice is available to you. But I would actually I would trade multiple future first round picks to get Caleb Williams or Drake May in 2024. But if those guys are number one and number two, I don't know that they're gonna now if if you get a situation like this year where a team like the Bears has the worst record and they already have their quarterback of the future, then it opens up. But if there's two quarterback desperate teams drafting one and two next year, you will not have the option of moving up to number two to get one of those guys. And like Declan said, if you're, let's say you finish with 11 wins or something or nine wins and you're 18th, you're 20th, you're going to have to move up 19 spots to get one of those guys. That's multiple future first round picks. But I think, I think those are the best of the young quarterback options, including this year's draft. But I just don't know that you're going to be able to do that. So um, I think I would say, man, I think of all these options, trading Kirk to San Francisco for Trey Lance in a mid-round pick, Take just take a look at Trey Lance and then reevaluate in the 2024 draft. That's probably because you're not giving up a first-round pick. You're getting three years of team control on a young quarterback with upside. You know, I think that would make the most sense. I am not signing a three-year extension on a quote-unquote discount for Cousins because the discount isn't really that big of a discount. I'll play for less than Daniel Jones. Okay, well, so you'll play for $38 million? I'm sorry. I can't, like, there's too many holes on this roster. Yep. If Kirk has any trade value, I'd like to leverage it right now. Um, And then my second option would be trading a future first-round pick to move up if one of these four quarterbacks falls toward the back end of the top ten. Curious to hear what the audience thinks. Those six scenarios. How would you? What are your favorite three? What's a what's a non-starter for you? Hit us up in the YouTube comment section and let us know. The Hendon Hooker thing, like it just, I don't know. I got some research for you guys. Maybe we can do this this week sometime. But God, once you get outside the first round, I know like there's all these intriguing guys, right? There's there's always a Hendon Hooker or 
you know, somebody with a big arm that a Malik Willis or somebody, but basically once you get outside the first round, good luck finding a guy that's going to be a multi-year starting quarterback for you. And and I actually think that he might go uh, in the very back end of the, the first round just to give teams, if the fifth he does year. develop the fifth year option. Yeah. Because yeah. that becomes the key then. Yeah, that can make sense. Of course, you know, he'll be 47 years old by the time the fifth year <laughs> option kicks in. So kind of depends. Like, do you want him to be out there you know, in a, a little walker? I mean, Tom, Tom Brady played till. You That's know, true. And Tom Brady also 45. tore his knee early in his career. Yeah, so, so he's the exact same. I mean, the exact same guy. Pretty much. Pretty much the same guy. So, uh, all right, there's your bonus speculative episode of Purple Daily here. Daily Vikings Entertainment speculation, uh, 365 days a year. The season ends. We pick up and right. sprint, actually, uh, right. during these months. So, and, uh, and we hope to have news, official news, on the uh, second annual Purple Daily Draft Party, which will be held April 27th. And we'll give you more information, hopefully, here before the end of the week. Mackie, Judd. Declan, we'll see you guys on uh, the Reckless Draft Speculation episode later today.